Yeah, what's good? What is going on? Feels like it's been forever, but we back. Listen, back let me blow exactly. the dust off. <laughs> what is going on, man? I, I think oh once, once, once uh, certain people decided they were going to stop cutting the check, I was like, okay, I can take a little break for a couple weeks then. Listen, I, not just one check, both checks. Man, listen, was not hey. happy about it at all. I think we can comfortably talk about it because we, we didn't sign any NDAs and now that it's officially over, over, we can, well, I can comfortably say, I ain't speaking for Shan, but yeah, y'all did us very dirty. You did a lot of creators very dirty. And but that's I'm, why I was, I was like really on top of um, grabbing when it landed mm-hmm. because when it comes to tech shit, everything is iffy. Everything yep. is today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Let's do what we do today about it. Um, before we get into it, because I don't want to get lost in the sauce, um, welcome back to Love Mouth Stereo. We took a long-ass hiatus. Um, I've been uh, redropping shows um, mm-hmm. just to keep us in the uh, faces. Uh, mm-hmm. This is keep your money in your pocket. You need a budget. Um, but we going slightly freestyle this slightly um yes. i got a little bit of notes for it um i don't know what's up with stereo um hopefully they don't do a, us like they did me last night um i did a show on here and it mm-hmm. dropped like the beginning of it and then we had to come back in so we'll see what happens oh wow so stereo done lost money too okay I, I stereo see done lost stereo done lost momentum done mm-hmm. added a huge group chat that makes no fucking sense it's 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 slightly losing more people than it's gaining and so yep. yeah yep you would think that what they were doing it was great um but like you and i talked about in private like not everybody is a creative and not everybody is a creator like uh, there are some people who were just on here getting what they need to get and in the moment that they stopped getting what they got they left now this is the third no actually no this is the fourth time that's happened on stereo and they still haven't figured it out yet um it's really nasty behavior but i ain't gonna go too deep in it but there's definitely going to be a talking point about the budget i I may actually i can start with that i can start with that but i'm gonna let you get into the show and I'm going to do a little bit of my hookah because for Father's Day, they gave me a hookah and I feel like a bad bitch. So I saw that. Yeah. Very happy. Very happy. Um, What can I say? Okay. I am a whole year older. Um, I am now 36. Um, I had a low-key birthday. birthday. Um, It did involve kids on my face, but hey. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I, what happened? I'm still working. I really want to quit because my job is, it's starting to do what my job has always done. Worry about them and don't give a fuck about their employees. And it's getting very micromanaging and I don't like that. Um, So the job looking is on hard. Okay. Erect. Um. I am slowly but surely preparing for the girls to go back to school. So I've been buying uniforms and ordering shoes for school. Um, the way I look at my time is by coin. 
how much coin am I getting in when mm-hmm. it is coming in and that's how I look at my time so I got about three more pay periods until they start school so I'm just preparing so I'm not trying to like maneuver shit last minute um what's been going on it's 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 shit the end of June I um I just been trying to like keep all the podcasts really consistent. Um I dropped three shows today <laughs> for the for the book club. Me and Anya did an episode last night. Um and I did dropped a bonus um with Juice from Chilling with Juice podcast. And uh it's so funny that you come up with this topic. Um it's 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 to the point where like I'm really watching where the fuck is my money going, um, what companies are getting the bulk of my money, am I actually using it? Is it uh, adding to my life? Is it bringing me content? Is it not adding to my life? How can I get more of my time back instead of mm. giving my fucking time to people? So um, I've been watching that. My mom's still in Jamaica, living her life. Look at um, that. I am having a low-key summer where I'm not doing anything major. Um, still single as they come. Uh, minding my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm chilling. Um, you know, life. That is all that's going on with me. Uh, well, I, um, I, I make... Oh, good. Oh, I was, no, was going to say... I was really been wondering about Okay, let me give Greg room to regroup. So that's mm. why I'm just like, mm. however, yeah. I can give him time to regroup. But I don't feel like, I don't feel like the podcast has been um, in dire need. Yeah. But I think our best shows are shows that we really are like in the energy of and i didn't want to like be like we have to do a show no matter you know what your energy is i wanted to be like you really want to do the show you feel good about the show we do the show so welcome back um happy father's day again just passed thank you i um i don't want you even though you're regrouping and Mm. figuring it out i don't want you to feel like you're less of because you have to regroup Mm. i think i think a lot of fathers feel like if they don't have something or they can't give something in particular um they're not holding their position up and i think you've been holding your position up really well um every time i see her she's growing she's smiling she's she's living a life and it's just about like being able to combat the changes. So don't doubt yourself is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Um, it it's been a, a rough ride for the past uh what, two months? Um luckily we, we have great parents and in laws and things like that that are helping. Um for full transparency, I go make it long. I still am not working. I have not worked since April the 14th. And for anybody who knows me, they know that I don't like not working. But the job market is shit. Um, Every day I see some company that was just hiring like six months ago, now letting everybody go. And 
we talked about this the last episode, not no two episodes ago that we had done about like, are we going into a recession and things like that? But I've honestly, since April, I have applied to over 600 jobs. I couldn't tell you how many, I think I've maybe had 15 interviews, like interviews meaning like, okay, we scheduled a Zoom or something like that. And then it always falls off. One job that I actually got, right? To the point where I was supposed to get the offer letter that Friday, they let the agency know that, hey, on Friday, that he wouldn't, you know, that they wouldn't pursue anymore because they hired from within. And mind you, they didn't give them that excuse. That was what my recruiter had told me. So I was like, okay, cool. The job market is just garbage. And that was one of the reasons why and I think we had this show scheduled a month ago. That's yeah. what I was feeling a month ago about saving and, po- you know, keeping things in pocket. Because me, I took the severance package from work because I needed to pay rent. And then, like, luckily we have parents who were like, all right, cool. Like, Greg's not making, honestly, worth anything. Now, this is a revelation for anybody who needs to hear it. Um, credit cards, any debts and shit like that, just don't incur any debt at all for the next year, two years. Because... If you lose your job like I did and you still have other bills that you have to pay, like I have two credit cards. I'm like, okay, how the fuck am I going to pay these? How, you know, how can I go and afford rent or for me, like mortgage? Because my mortgage with my, like, say if like my wife wasn't working or if we didn't have like assistance and shit like that, it would honestly just pay the mortgage and I wouldn't be able to have a cell phone. It's that bad. Unemployment is roughly in DC $444 a week. Now, somebody says, oh, that sounds like a lot of money until you realize, like, what if you have, you know, you're paying rent and your rent $1,600. That gives you $100 for the rest of the month. My portion of our mortgage is roughly between, like, $1,400, $1,500. So you could just do the math with that. That's not including cell phone bill, groceries, daycare, like, all these things. And when it comes to finding jobs, there are a lot of bullshit jobs. People are going, Shan, and they're creating fake jobs so people can send them resumes so they can see what good resumes look like, take those resumes and then shop them, like I guess change the details of it for them and then send out their own resume that they just pretty much stole from you. It's okay, two things, two things I want to say before I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, the credit card thing, you yep. can call the credit card companies and tell them that um, you're having a financial burden and they'll pause reporting your credit to the credit bureau for at least three months and they'll just allow you to pay whatever you need to pay towards it i feel like that's a good thing to go ahead and do so you can like catch up without feeling like i gotta pay the whole thing you pay something towards it and it doesn't get reported for at least three months so they have that but they're not going to say that on blast because they don't want people to get in the habit of that. So that's one thing you could do. When it comes to these um, resumes, uh, it's like weird. It's like some people don't wanna see that you went to college if it's 10 years, over 10 years ago. Some people Mm -hmm. don't even wanna recognize your resume if it doesn't have college on it. Um, and, And you really have to be mindful that scammers are still going to scam. So you yep. really don't want to put your direct phone number on it. You really don't want to put your full address on it. 
Um, I will just stick to a professional email and your first and last name. Um, and keywords for mm-hmm. each fucking job you're applying to, which is fucking annoying because you end up having like five to seven different resumes and it's like this fucking game. And the reality is even if they say, Oh, the salary range is between 60 K and 85. And let's say you're making, let's say, uh, 62k right now at your job currently and you ask for what you ask for they will send you the okie doke oh thank you for applying we went with another candidate because they don't want to pay nobody shit at all honestly and I, I'll, I'll let you continue i think that's where half of my like i can search my email unfortunately when i t- just type that one word there's so many I feel like bullshit responses where they're like, okay, just generate to all these people that we just want to decline them. Like say, if you go on LinkedIn, right? You go on LinkedIn and you may see the job was posted six hours ago, but 297 people applied for the shit, right? So you got that. And more than likely, you're not going to hear back. Like when I say hear back meaning at all, like they don't even now send emails after you apply. For the 600 like jobs that I've applied to, I can probably say 140 actually sent responses. Being like, hey, unfortunately, like I can deal with the rejection. I just don't like the rejections where it's like, you didn't explain why. You're just saying, unfortunately, we went with another candidate. And it's like, that in theory makes sense, Shane. But for me, it just, I'm like, how many, like how? Because I applied on Wednesday and then by Thursday morning, like, or now what I do is over the weekend, that's where I do the most applying because that's where everybody's posting the jobs. They post the jobs between like 8 and like 11 p.m. on Friday, hoping that by Monday they have the people who are actually checking LinkedIn and Glassdoor and stuff like that. But pretty much for me, I've seen more, unfortunately, we can't do this and we can't do that. Education, be it one. Um, for me, I never finished my degree. I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm working. I was comfortable with that shit. And I felt like the experience, a lot of the jobs that I had seen that mm-hmm. people had the degrees and stuff, they're like, oh, great. Like, I have the degree, but then they're making the same amount of money I'm making without the degree. So I was like, mm-hmm. is it all for not? Like, you're going and you're asking for too much. You're asking for the perfect candidate, but the perfect candidate isn't going to take the salary. So, yeah, you're going to get that person who has a degree. And like they'll have the bachelor's and then they'll have the five to six years of experience. But five to six years experience to me, I know it's going to sound crazy. That's senior level shit. Like that person should be a manager of some team or they should be the lead of something. They shouldn't be on a team with four or five other people. And they have the degree, they have the experience. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? They're just a part of the team. They're just a part of the filler. That's where I'm supposed to fill in. I'm just supposed to be a part of the team doing the fucking work and just running it that way. And I've come to the conclusion of that. But not just like team wise, salary wise. I'm seeing a lot of the jobs that I apply for, which are like marketing, communication, social media, and shit like that, right? They're asking for you to take between forty and fifty-five thousand dollars a year, but you're mm-hmm. doing nine to ten different jobs. They want you to be a social media manager. They want you to do communications. They want you to do be a marketing assistant. They want you to do graphics and you know, like all these things. So you had to be a graphic designer and all, I'm like, wait, how? Like you want seven to eight jobs from one person and you're not even paying them uh, six figures. They want, like, say, they want to be able to be like 
oh, you're not a slave, we're paying you. But the reality is you want to consolidate your output. But at the same time, someone that's doing multiple people's jobs in one when what exactly under one employee number you don't want to pay them their worth and then you look yep. at them crazy when they're looking for um a raise or a promotion each year and then you want to be like oh your pay went up 50 cents fuck you yep. and them fucking 50 cents man Shane, i'll tell you that my last job right so after i ended up leaving and you know got the job at the agency or whatever right the agency's never filled my role they just are hiring for other different shit right the client that we have, ever since I've left, their content fell off a fucking cliff, right? They, instead of them, you know, they were initially like, oh, we're going to post every day. Now they post every four or five days because they have no content, right? Completely, like, dismissed, like, Memorial Day weekend because they didn't want to talk about barbecues and cook. They wanted to talk healthy foods. Like, it's Memorial Day weekend. Nobody's giving a fuck about salads and shit. Like, we need to talk about real life shit. There was a thing called Farmer's Market Fines. They dropped that after I left. And I was like, wait, y'all brought this up. Y'all want to do this. Now y'all don't have it, right? I, You know, the whole irony in that. But when it comes to a lot of, like, companies, more specifically, like, mine, like, in, like, the tech industry and stuff like that, they're having those mass layoffs because, and again, I tweeted this last night, I feel as though they're letting all these people go because they pretty much let them go to hire again. But when they hire again, they want all these roles to be on site they don't want to do remote anymore they don't want to do hybrid they're telling us like hey we let everybody go from meta we let everybody go from twitter but we're going to hire again but when we hire again everybody's back in the office just like it used to be and the thing is people aren't going for that now the unemployment rates going to skyrocket we're going to have the recession we're going to have all this other stuff but you can't tell people that hey that same job that you had where you could do it at home yeah you have to come into the office, but we're going to pay you less. It, it doesn't work out like that. That's why these companies are starting to fail and they're not prospering. So, I, I mean, that just ties into everything I'm going to say about keeping the money in your pocket because I've learned so much in the past, like, two months financially just by being broke. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be NBA young boy to the shit. I'm, I'm never going to be broke again because I, I, I understand that. I understand where the error of my ways were, but this unemployment shit, it is, it is not tight. The last job, and I, this is the point I was trying to make before, the last job I was at, luckily I left because they announced that, one, they're having, you know, they had a hiring freeze back in April. When I, I called them and said, hey, y'all said if I wanted to come back, I could, right? They told me they had a hiring freeze. Cool. But then they started letting people go from the top down. So the people who were making the most money, they're just one by one getting dropped off the cliff. They're like, hey, you know what? We don't need you. We don't need you. We'll give you the three-month severance. It's not going to hurt us because we're going to tax it anyway. And then just let people go, right? So you have that. But then you have these really nice like sources of things like Teal and LinkedIn and a bunch of different platforms that tell you what these companies are doing. Apparently, mm-hmm. the place that I worked at, and I, I don't work there anymore, so it's not like anything that's confidential. Apparently, they are also doing a salary freeze, which new fucking information to me. Salary freeze and 401k freeze. You and I talked about this the last time we had like a financial episode about that 401k, and I was talking about how I roll everything over to T-Roll price. The reason why is because 
my company during the pandemic, I started there in 2017. So I was putting in for the first year, 2017, 2018, I was putting in money. During the pandemic in 2019, well, 2019, 2020, they decided that they want to freeze the 401ks, which means they aren't matching the shit at all. Now they're doing uh-huh. the shit again because companies now don't want to pay 401k because honestly, they and don't want you year, to be able to. And last year, my job mm-hmm. that nets 3.3 mm-hmm. billion this year took away pension. Yep. But that, that's how it's starting. It's, it's like you almost yeah. have to freelance or have like a side hustle. We'll, we'll get into that, but I guess just to like end the update on me because it ties into what you're saying. Like you're trying to find like another role and like me, I'm trying to find a role. There has to be like when I negotiate what I negotiate, I'm asking for everything. But I'm also I don't know if it's possible to ask for the contingency of being like, hey, like I have to be guaranteed to work here at least six months. Like if the if it's a contract, it's like, hey, I'm supposed to be here six months. You got to let me be here for six months and I can bounce after that. Cool. Because there are a lot of people who are considered at will employees. And they don't even know it. They're happy and content with their jobs. And then on Friday, they're like, hey, um, we just let 8% of the off, you know, of the company go. And it's like 8% doesn't sound like a large number until you realize it's like 45,000 people. And you're like, wait, what? So there's 45,000 people that now you have to compete with in a variety of different roles. So, again, it's just a really messy situation life-wise when it comes to work. Everything else is fine, though. Like, life is going good. Um, I'm sleeping a whole lot more because I ain't got shit else to do. Um, but yeah. the applying for job shit, it, it's a disaster. I can comfortably it's say. It's exhausting. I've been doing it while working since last June. Yeah. <laughs> so what does yeah. that tell you? And what's so crazy is it's the same fucking shit I'm doing, but for another company. So you're basically telling me you want me to ask for below of what you're offering for you to be like, oh, yeah, let's meet with her. Fuck y'all. A box of cereal is $6. Listen, Shane, when like groceries, you know what? I'll I'll keep that in the, the budget thing. Like last little thing I'll say, and I'll shut up after this, like, a lot of companies could care less about the fact that everything is going up in price. But for them, the reason why they don't want to pay is because they know the market, somebody's just going to take that offer. But what they don't realize is somebody's going to take that offer until they're no longer satisfied with that offer. They get to that job and realize, okay, it's too much. And then you know what happens? They put the fucking job back on the market. I've seen more yeah. jobs be reposted. I was like, yo, I applied for this job like two weeks ago. You know what that or means? Somebody's they'll do this shit right here. They'll you'll apply for the job. They'll see all their candidates that want the job. Then they'll take the post down and act like somebody got the job. And then yep. slowly but surely put that same job back up. And it's like, yo, they playing games. Yep. It's like, oh, they're just, they're fishing, which is fine if that's what you want to do. For me, I just don't have the time to fish. And with the way unemployment works, like, it's not like how it was pre-COVID, where it's like, okay, once your, un- like, unemployment benefits, like, run out, you can go and reapply for an extension. They did that shit. So, for me, after November, I'm fucked. I, like, I've seen people be like, oh, well, I've been unemployed for a year. I've been unemployed for, like, eight, nine months. I was like, yo, I can't be there. When I say I can't be there, it's not saying I won't. I just financially, I can't comfortably be at the end of the year still looking for a job. I'm going to have to take something because if I don't, like bills just legitimately will not be paid. And I, I don't live that way. So I guess something has to change. And that's what brought up the idea of like keeping the money in your pocket and needing a budget. Because 
when you're working, like you have a budget. Yes, you do. You have all the things you want to pay for and all the things you have to pay for. However, your budget is different. But imagine your budget being cut in like a third because all the things that you could pay for because you could afford it and you still have a, a little bit of like change left. Now you have none of that because you have to figure out, hey, do I want to pay for Netflix or do I want to pay for a phone bill? Shit like that get real. And we're going to talk about it. So I'm going to land there. All right. So when I saw this topic, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking like things to ask yourself on a consistent basis. What is your monthly spending? What is your financial goal? Like money has to work while you sleep in order to build something or take care of something. Um, I don't want to walk around and swiping credit cards, swiping credit cards, swiping credit cards. So when I see my credit card, it's just like, so bitch, you want to pay double is what you tell me. You're telling me what you're about to pay for with this credit card is worth double. And so mm -hmm. when I ask myself that, I'm just like, no, I'm going to use this card. And when I pay, I have a habit of, if I feel like, ooh, I want to buy something I don't need, I go ahead and I send extra money to my credit card. Mm -hmm. Once you send extra money to your credit card, or what I did recently is use my credit card points and pay mm -hmm. it towards my credit card balance. Because yep. I don't want to feel like I'm getting in money that I can spend on bullshit. I want to mm -hmm. see what I can do to go ahead and take care of something. So when that due date comes around, it's 0, 0.0 needed in order mm -hmm. to pay this bill because I already took care of it. And it's just like self-checking yourself on, you know, what's important if you want to save. Do I need it? And all what goes under there is rent, life insurance, emergency money, utilities, car, car mm -hmm. insurance. Do I deserve it? What's under there is Netflix. I canceled it. HBO, I canceled it. Yep. Sheen, I don't necessarily need it because I really don't be going anywhere. But I did go ahead and use my credit card points to buy the girls' uniforms. Um, mm -hmm. Perfume. How many perfumes can you wear, bitch? Uh, okay, you don't need it, okay? Do I want it? That's just like jewelry, Xbox, Apple TV, um, just extra shit. Like, I want to relax. I, I think I should be able to have this or this will look nice in the house but do you need it right now no and we are slowly but surely gonna go back into these jobs demanding people oh we want you in here five days a week COVID's over bitch we want you in here five days a week and so um they're expecting people to quit yeah and so not only people have been losing their jobs before summer started, but they're expecting people to quit. They're actively training the next group um, of blindsiders. I call them blindsiders because when you're new in a company, you don't know the bullshit that comes with a company yet until yeah. you start experiencing it. So for me, when it comes to games, I figure out what's coming in, what's coming in with merch, what's coming in with the residuals for the books was coming in from the podcast. Um, and with that, I had to say, okay, we're not doing We Communify no more. So that's mm -hmm. uh, $500, $600 I'm not getting, okay? Did it help? Yes. 
But did I make sure I didn't get used to getting it? Yes, because I knew one day it was not going to be a thing. When it comes to the podcast, the cost of the ads even, I've seen companies want to pay you less for your ad space. So Mm -hmm. the money that I was getting in for the ads on the podcast, when I do get paid at the end of the month, is not really anything like good anymore. So am I looking for more opportunities for the podcast? Yes. But what does that mean? That means I have to put out more content. I have to um, put out more shows. But at the same time, I'm looking at my numbers. I'm just like, why do I feel like less people are listening to this? Okay, well, maybe when I go back a week later, I see more listeners. People are fucking busy and people can't fucking keep up. And the way that I put out podcasts, my people, my listeners are catching up because Mm -hmm. a podcast that was probably getting seven listens when I dropped it, now I go back, it has like 35. You know what I'm saying? And every week it keeps getting bigger and bigger. People are slow listeners. So even though you're putting out content and content and content, which is good for companies to see, okay, they drop in more often. That's great for us. Let's go ahead and give them opportunity. As far as your Mm -hmm. listeners, you're not going to have a listenership that's going to keep up unless it's gossip, unless it's sports, unless it's a basic hot, hot topic that somebody wants to click on. And then I've discovered a lot of um, newsletter people, a lot of websites that are offering ad space. Okay, we'll talk about it twice for $50, or we'll mention it, you know, once here for $25. Or if you pay $100, we'll leave it in the newsletter all week. And it's just like, you do want, you know, your subscribers to listen to your show. You do want consistent listeners, but you do want to leave a window of new listeners. And you're not going to get new listeners from the people that follow you. You're going to get new listeners from doing marketing. You're going to get new listeners for dropping your link somewhere new. You're going to get new listeners from checking out other new podcasters or podcasters that you haven't talked to yet and get into conversation and and dropping some keywords that somebody might want to click on. And a lot of times in podcasting, people can get stuck in like these clicks. When you get Mm -hmm. stuck in these clicks, it doesn't leave room for somebody new to discover you. So I do like um, on Twitter where you have like those tweets where they list all these different podcasters and different Mm -hmm. people retweet because then I can see different names and maybe I might click on this versus not ever going to it ever. So people have to get in the habit of getting out of their small circles, getting out of their group chats and jumping into some other group chats, even though they might do shows that you're not really with. That's how you're going to find a bigger audience. And I'm doing, um, it's Shan, <laughs> the other half of Greg on Loudmouth Stereo. Just want to let you guys know that we did update the Loudmouth Stereo Shop hoodies and shirts and stickers and a whole bunch of goodies for you. So we appreciate you subscribing. You are the only group of people getting this audio here uh you can find us on youtube 
this episode, but that's the only way non-subscribers will catch this. And um, yeah, thank you for subscribing. And don't forget to check out the Loud Mouth Stereo Shop. Now let's get into the episode. Hey sis, if you don't like getting attention at the gym or while running errands, you might want to skip this ad. But if you're like me and love to be asked, where did you get those leggings? Or that hoodie is cute. Where did you get it from? Well, then let me tell you about 1977 Hustle Lane. 1977 Hustle Lane is where fly gear and dope culture live. From your leggings to your tanks and of course to your hoodies, they will always have you feeling and looking your absolute best. So stop what you're doing and go check them out at www.1977hustlelane.com on Facebook at 1977hustlelane or on Instagram at 1977hustlelane. I promise you won't regret it. More uh, pod fam bonus shows. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want to get new people on my show also because I don't want to close myself into yeah. just the people that already know it because I'm not going to grow that way. And so yeah. when it comes to podcast money, I'm checking for that. I'm also checking where that money's going. Is it going into my business account or is it coming directly to me? When it comes mm-hmm. to um, bill work, okay, that's two paychecks per month. Maybe like in June is three paychecks. What does that come up to bare minimum if I don't do overtime? And then my going out is fucking crazy. My going out is what I'm losing. I'm losing rent. I'm losing the car note. I'm losing insurance. I'm losing water. I'm losing gas, electric, um, gas for the car per week, food, credit card, credit card, credit card, Apple. Apple takes 40 five fucking dollars out my pocket every month and it's not even like monday on the 22nd we're gonna take 45 dollars from you it's monday it's a tuesday it's a wednesday it's a thursday and it's it, it is like that so people don't pay a fucking attention to it exactly i sat and i added that shit the fuck up and they're getting guap from millions of people Billions of people outside of the U.S. every month and then have the nerve to turn around and be like, oh, we have a new iPhone. It's going to be mm-hmm. $1,200. <laughs> mm. oh, well, you, you hold on. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I have to talk about my first one because this yeah. is in my list of budget. So everybody, you know how Shannon and I get down. So we do have a document. We're going to have the structure or whatever, but we're going to jump around. The first thing I'm going to talk about is like with these subscriptions, personal websites and stuff like that. I feel like this needs to be talked about because you're you're talking like Apple, right? I got charged from Apple $36 for Cloudfare. I contacted PayPal and I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this $36 from Cloudfare? Last year, I paid Apple through Apple's um, like iOS 16 thing. I have my hosting. I don't know if you remember this last year around this time. I was like, Shan, like they got this new thing called Cloud Relay and you can get your domain from Apple and you don't have to pay the $12 a month and all this other shit, right? I don't remember that. I'm telling you. So if you like, if you do hosting, they'll actually take your site from whatever site it's on and you only have to pay once a year and it's like a, a flat rate. So it's like $36. So heygreg.io, 
is $36 a year versus if you went to Squarespace, it's $12 a month. Or if it's like you go to Wix or something like that, it's like $19 a month. What they were doing is Apple's like, hey, we'll give you the domain for $36 a year. Whatever website you want, it's $36 a year. However, just like you said with Apple, they don't fucking tell you when they taking the fucking money. And they don't give you an email like, hey, prepare for tomorrow. Your money is about to be taken out. They don't and regardless, <laughs> n- none, not one. So I go and I'm like, yo, where's $36? What the fuck? What did I spend that was $36? I thought I was going crazy. I'm calling PayPal because what I do and somebody going to be like, Greg, you shouldn't do that. I go through PayPal or some other subsidiary in order to keep structure on certain subscriptions. Netflix, PayPal, Apple stuff, like when I get like apps and stuff like that that I have to pay for subscriptions, I try to go through PayPal because it's easier for me to cancel directly from PayPal than call these companies and be like, hey, can you cancel this? Hey, talking to customer support. No, I tell Spotify, I'm sorry, not Spotify, I tell PayPal, you know what? I won't pay for that shit no more. Cancel it. So next month, they can't, you know, next month they can't do it. Next year they can't do it, right? But that one, it tripped me out because when you had mentioned, I was like, yo, they definitely charged me $36. And I don't even remember what the fuck Cloudfare was for. I had to Google it and it was like, oh yeah, Greg, last year around this time you bought a website. Now somebody would say, well, Greg, that's on you. You didn't keep like order of like your subscription. And I don't think people really realize when it comes to their budget what you're spending money on. So that right there, I think should be point number one when it comes to budgets, subscriptions. There's so much money that we waste on frivolous shit that we don't realize we're spending money on it and we may not even use it. I Honestly, I don't know my Netflix password. The entire family has the Netflix password. I don't remember the shit. And the reason why I don't is because I don't use it. So mind you, when I lost a job or whatever, I was like, nah, Netflix getting canceled. You know what happened? Family member was like, hey, no, nah, we'll pay for the Netflix because we know you're not working. I was like, no, you can pay for the Netflix going forward because when I thought I was like, yo, I'm paying like $21 a month and I've been paying for Netflix since they had DVDs and other people were just holding on to the account, not paying a fucking dime, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, nah, now like that's a subscription I don't have to pay for because somebody else can pay for. Um, when it comes to subscriptions, I tell people to try to pull. Like I told Baylor, I was like, hey, I have Spotify premium if you want to be on that you can like i don't charge him for anything like that because it doesn't matter to me because it was like i was getting it for free right but then when they started charging i was like oh no mm-mm, i'm not paying 19 dollars for spotify i got apple music for free because i have an iphone i got verizon right it's like there's no point in me paying y'all do i like apple music absolutely fuck not after kind of like gauge where you want to spend your money versus where you don't want to spend your money and subscriptions will be the first thing to tell you, hey, you know what? You ain't got it like that. So I, I guess I got to ask, like, how do you feel about subscriptions? Just to go with, like, the budget talk. And do you have a lot of subscriptions? I um, I love a, a week free. And then on this day, we're going to charge you. I just make an alarm to cancel. And I binge what I want to watch. And then I get the hell up off of it before they charge me. And then I cancel it because I don't need it. I probably watch TV two times a week. And my girls, mm-hmm. they don't watch TV like that. And if Arya and her dad's, Arya don't touch that TV. Yeah. So. See, and I, I can get with that. Like, for me, uh, I'm, I'm going to give somebody a cheat code. For anybody who's listening, you know, back, shout out to y'all. Um, go and get you a VPN. If you do have a subscription to anything, get a fucking VPN. Go and 
subscribe to these same fucking services that we over getting overcharged for in another country, India, um, some somewhere else, um, Switzerland. And the reason why is it's the same fucking service, but you're paying for it in another country, but you're paying with U.S. currency. That's what, again, this is why I say PayPal, right? So, for example, with me and YouTube, right? Before I was paying YouTube eleven dollars and fifty nine cent a month just to have YouTube Premium because I don't like ads. If somebody's like, Greg, are the ads that bad? Yes. <laughs> like, YouTube's ads are worse than anything I've ever seen in my life. So I tell people, go and just get your account in another country. Like, go and get Switzerland, India, and there's a few others. Because what I paid a month, which was eleven fifty nine, now I pay roughly $6 a year for YouTube Premium. So that, that's another way to get around, like, the subscription thing. The trial, obviously, that's a, a great way. Like, you know what? I don't watch whatever I need to watch. But there's another thing. If you don't want to do the VPN, Reddit has a um, – they have a subreddit where it's, like, account share or whatever, right? There'll be somebody who's like, hey, I have a family account, and, yeah, I pay, like, for example, Canva. Canva, to me, I feel like it, it costs way more than its actual value, right? Like, I, don't, I can't justify using Canva and spending $20 a month for it, and I use it maybe four or five times. If I work and I'm using Canva, then yes, it's adding value. But if I'm just doing some shit from here and there or something like that, it doesn't add value, right? With account share subreddit, you can see if somebody, you can like make a post and say, Has, does somebody have a Canva account? And can I share the Canva account with you? They will share your Canva account and they'll be like, all right, just, you know, give me like $3 every three months because they're making their money back because they have five to 10 different accounts that they can share. They're making their money back. So they're profiting, but they also know like they just want to be able to at least make that money back. Again, that's three ways, the trial, the account share on subreddit, or just using a VPN and signing up for a service elsewhere. Um, with that being said, my last thing when it comes to subscriptions, don't pay for a subscription service that tells you about your budget. Since this is like the budget show and talking about keeping money in your pocket, people are going to go and download an app that's going to be like, hey, we can save you money. You have like Truebill. You have um, what's the, uh, the like Credit Karma and all of them. Like you shouldn't have to go and pay to keep up with your credit score. You can go and look at it. If you have like a credit card, they'll give it to you every month. I feel like that's enough. Like if you don't know what your spending is like or what your like credit score is like from the free accounts that they give you, go and get your free, what is it? The yearly, like the trio, the Equifax, the um, uh, TransUnion and all the other ones, get that once a year, monitor what you need to monitor. But to pay every month is fucking ridiculous. Do not do it. It's honestly a way of keeping you paying money for some shit that it's supposed to help you with your subscriptions and what you're paying for but it's not actually helping it's just one more added expense that you don't have to pay for so subscriptions be damned i'm at the end of this year i may have two subscriptions which is itunes and that that may be it so what about you another thing don't be blinded by paying for support me mm -hmm. and the fucking Apple support. So I didn't notice that one of the lenses on my iPhone broke or cracked. But on the level of care, I really don't give a fuck. But mm -hmm. because I pay for um, Apple support or whatever repair, I'm just like, I'm already paying for it monthly. 
Mm-hmm. So let me go get it fixed. They gonna say, "Oh, you can take it to Best Buy and they'll fix it," but they're gonna tell you how much it costs for to get it fixed. Why the fuck and- am I gonna have to pay again? If I got this, so I don't have to pay, and it's not like I intentionally broke it. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Well, since it's an accident, you might have to pay for the." So it's like this illusion of help, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so a lot of these um, these apps and subscriptions are illusion of help. So yesterday I was on my yes was it yesterday or the day before. I was on uh, the phone with AT&T for two hours because I asked them to merge my business line and my internet together and they didn't do it correctly. And then they still had my old line on there that I told them to delete and cancel. So mm-hmm. I ended up switching my in my home internet to my business line since I'm using my house as a business address. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I could write it off. And yep. So they're supposed to come tomorrow to install another modem, which I feel like is completely fucking unnecessary. Just switch over the line. But another modem giving me another account. Um, and it, the only thing is the same price is just going to be faster. Mm. What? So I was like, okay, do that. And then once they do that, I'll cancel the one I have now. And, but I get $500 um, off for the next three months. So that's three months of me not having to pay a bill, mm. which, which will save me money for the time being. So I could put my money towards something else. And it's small loopholes like that. Yeah. That, yeah, it sucks when you have to call these people and sit on the phone with them during your busy ass day while you're working. But at the same time, you could probably save more money being in conversation uh going back and forth about what you need and coming to a compromise because they were throwing money at me like crazy yesterday they was like oh for your inconvenience of being on the phone for the last two hours we'll go ahead and uh credit your bill twenty dollars and we'll go ahead and send you a refund from the old line since we didn't uh go ahead and credit your credit card of eighteen dollars so that'll be coming in the mail and then you you already got your uh bill credited for five hundred dollars I'm just like, dog, why do I feel like a shipper right now? Where the fuck are y'all getting all this money? And why are y'all crediting me so much? So I just made a note to myself that in three months, contact AT&T. They gave me an email. I spoke to the manager (laughs) to go ahead and downgrade the shit so they don't upcharge me after like three months. But it's just little reminders that I feel like as an adult, if you don't keep track of your dates when you need to cancel shit um, Mm -hmm. or when you need to change something or take a credit card off of a subscription or um, disconnect your PayPal from something, Mm -hmm. they will swipe your shit and don't care. Okay. Again, I ain't cutting you off, but you you know how I get, but I'm, I'm getting better at it. I promise. So, they talking about Apple, right? I made the mistake, a critical mistake, mind you, of doing a trial. Now, for anybody who knows how it is when you trial an app, right? Like, all right, you get seven days of this, but then on day seven, they charge you, right? I'm letting y'all know Apple changed their policy at the Apple keynote and them trial shits. If you don't cancel by day six, they're not refunding your shit. 
they are trying to people get the try. So the WWDC. So every year, you know, when they announce like this is the new Apple products or this is, you know, iOS, whatever, like those keynotes, they have these things. And one of the biggest things that wasn't talked about is the refund policy for these apps and shit. So I did a seven day trial for this app called Unfold Pro, right? Well, it's the apps called Unfold. And it's like one of those TikTok apps where you can like pretty fire your stuff, edit it and chop it up and all this other stuff, right? Mm. We did the seven day trial and literally day seven, the day I was supposed to cancel, they already charged me the $52. Now I'm like, <laughs> y'all didn't charge me the monthly fee. Y'all charged me that. I go to Apple and I'm like, hey, can I get my refund of $52? They said, okay, well, we'll go and do an evaluation and see if you can get your refund back. Came back. Mm. Nah, we can't give you shit. So I'm like, yo, so y'all just took $52 from me. I'm stuck with a fucking app I don't want to use. So I might as well just use the motherfucker, right? Just just makes more sense. But the issue that I had was, and I, I hate to talk too long about like subscriptions. What I tell people is this. What I've started doing is utilizing my calendar app. I don't have a lot of stuff that I pay for, but I do have a lot of things I like to remember. And if I need to remember birthdays, if I need to remember, like, I got a dentist appointment, I got... Uh, any just any fucking thing, the calendar. But we don't utilize our calendars for shit like that. And the reason why is what you had said earlier, Shane. You may have on your like every month on the fifteenth, your shit's supposed to come out for whatever you subscribe to from Apple or iTunes or some shit. And then they say, Yeah, nah, we ain't gonna charge you on the fifteenth today because that's on a Saturday. We gonna charge you on Wednesday. You're like, why the fuck? How does it even? What? It don't make sense. You see them like, all right, it was supposed to come out today. Apple don't work that way. How Apple works is just have some money in your account so we can randomly take it when you don't want it. When I say you don't want it, meaning you don't realize you have the funds. We see that you got the funds there. We're just going to take that shit. And then we'll send you a letter six hours later saying, hey, you know what? You subscribed to this and it was renewed. So, again, the best course of action I tell people is use PayPal for any Apple purchases or any Google, was it like, um, was it Google Play or whatever? Like, use PayPal. And the reason why is PayPal, you can now contact the company directly. They'll give you their phone number or they'll give you, like, an email that you can reach out to them. And you can also do a stop on that. So that's just my way of getting past subscriptions. Moving on from subscriptions, because I want to move past that really quick, banks. I've had Bank of America for as long as I can remember. I don't think I've had another bank outside of them, like, that I actually used, right? When I became unemployed, I was like, shit, like, I know I got something that's going to come out next week and I don't have the funds because I was like, unemployment don't kick in, blah, 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 blah. Then I remembered, oh, I signed up for Navy Federal, PenFed, all these like federal accounts and shit that I was not using. When I tell you, I don't understand how the fuck I was not using like these little federal accounts and shit like that. And I'm sitting here thinking Bank of America is it. Boy, they are not. Go and get you one of these, like these federal credit. What is it called? Like those credit unions. I so love Delta Credit Union. They're the shit. Get, I never have an issue. That that right there. I'm telling you, anybody who's listening, when we talking budgets, I know we talked about subscriptions. This is what you need to hear. Get you a fucking credit union. I contacted the credit union about some shit that I was like, yo, like it just it just came off my account, and I was like, I wasn't sure because we went to a bar, right? The credit union not only took the money out that they had done for, um, like, the pending transaction or whatever, it showcased it the moment I swiped it. I was like, yo, what the fuck? 
Like, I haven't even finished the transaction. It's already on the account because I wanted to see. And they're like, yeah, that's what we do because we do not want to hear. Y'all say you didn't have the funds and everything like that. But it's another thing with them, with uh, at least credit unions, at least the one I have, they do, what is what's that shit? Um, like the overdraft protection and shit. They're like, hey, all these transactions, say if you had like $5 in your account, right? You had $5 in your account and then you charge something for $10, right? It'll go into the negative. But unlike Bank of America, Wachovia, and all like Capital One and shit like that, they don't get their money the way that they do, which is like overdraft fees and shit. Bank of America, I asked, I called, I was like, yo, how much is it for overdraft fees? Because I don't have a job right now. And, you know, I was like, I don't use this account for anything outside of like paying like just regular bills that I have. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's $35 each transaction. I said, what? What the fuck? Wait, so if I have two transactions that are happening and I don't have the funds, y'all going to charge it knowing I don't have the money. And then I got to yes. pay y'all back. Yes. That's These motherfuckers the said, their money. <laughs> I was, they were like $35 per transaction. And I was like, but what if I call you and tell you? They're like, yeah, well, we can reverse one, but anything after that, we won't be able to reverse. I said, oh, no. What, what I'm going to do is I'm moving all my shit to Navy Federal. We still have like the joint account that my wife and I have that we like pay bills with or whatever. Outside of that shit, fuck Bank of America. I'm doing credit union for everything. And like between the ATM shit, the being able to instantly see transactions, I can get in contact with Navy Federal easy, and then the ATM fees are lower. Yeah, I'll stick to like Navy Federal and all of those because it just makes more sense for me. But the biggest thing when it comes to budget, since we are talking budget with bank accounts, have money in multiple places. One thing I never thought about, you know, I was like, you know what, I got, I got a job, I got my direct deposit and shit like that. Mm-mm. Go and get you again, get a credit union. I don't give a fuck what anybody tell you, oh, I've been with uh, BB&T or some shit for like 20 years. Fuck them. Go get a credit union. And the reason why I say this, somebody's going to be like, well, I could do that with my current bank. And you're lying. And this is why I know you're lying. When it comes to credit unions, not only do they not deal with a whole bunch of um, like the overdraft fees and shit like that, the ATM fees are awesome. When it comes to my credit union, they do everything by the book. And it's fully transparent. Every transaction you do is there, um, including to hold the accounts. That was the biggest thing for me that I didn't realize with these big banks like Bank of America. With Bank of America, you have to have a certain amount of money going to the bank account every month in order for it to be like free checking, free savings and shit like that. They told me in order to keep my savings account with Bank of America, I had to have $1,500 in it and I couldn't touch it. That's my fucking money. What do you mean? I can't. So I can't touch my money. Navy Federal is like, yeah, open up an account with us. Put whatever fuck you want in here because guess what? We don't make our money off of you. We, we, we really don't make our money off of you. That, we can hold your money for you, but once you open up an account like a credit card and stuff like that, that's where they get their money. That's why when people used to tell me, they're like, Greg, if you get a credit card, just get you like a credit union because the regular banks, they ain't going to give you shit. Like my first credit card, I think um, I had PinFed. PinFed was like, oh, yeah, well, you have great credit, blah, 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 blah. We'll give you a $10,000 limit. Ten th- what the fuck do I need $10,000 for? I said, you know what? I-, I honestly don't want it. I told him, nah, this is bad. I-, I just don't want it. And that's a part of having that budget is knowing, like, the things that you do need and don't need. Credit cards, somebody's going to say, well, Greg, you-, you don't need credit cards. Everybody says that until they need the money. So I will say have a credit card, maybe two. 
So I'm going completely against the grain, whatever anybody's going to say, because you just never know what situation you're going to be in. If you drive, like, you know, my friend was like, Greg, man, he just got a new uh, car or whatever. And he was like, dang, man, I had to spend $1,200 on new tires. He was like, I ain't going to come out of pocket. But he was like, luckily I had my credit card because guess what? Swipe the car, I can pay them back over time. And then what he does is he does this thing called car jumping where he'll have his car for the 18 months or whatever. And then after the 18 months, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to roll it over to a new car, close that motherfucker. And then I have a new 18 months to just pay that shit off. I was like, sound good. But for me, I just don't want to have like that much outstanding debt at all. So that's my little spill on credit cards. Do you have like anything you want to say about them, Shane? Or Credit cards pay them before they're due. Um, if you get extra money before you start acting funny, <laughs> pay your credit card um, and always pay more than what they're asking for. And remember what is connected to your credit card. Uh, the way that credit cards are supposed to be utilized is you pay your um, consistent repetitive shit with it and you have a credit card for emergency shit, always have a credit card that you don't use often for like um, renting a vehicle because now the bare minimum that I think you could do at Enterprise is like putting down 350 to hold. And a lot of people don't have 350 sitting on their credit cards because they move it so, they use it so much. They don't have 350 sitting on their their um debit cards um and i understand in this economy but the reality is as an adult shit be happening your mm -hmm. own personal vehicle be fucked up somebody might hit your vehicle um and you just need to be able to move around these credit card companies do not give a fuck about you not having it these insurance companies do not give a fuck about you not having it um they're slowly but surely taking away uh, leniencies they had due to COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I can personally tell you that a lot of these companies that you pay on a consistent basis for your utilities and needs um, as an adult are racist, meaning mm -hmm. I've seen them treat black uh, account holders differently um, with options on how to pay versus white account holders. I've seen it personally, can't go into details due to documents I've signed, but I've seen it. I've seen people pay 10 cents on their mortgage. <laughs> like, mm. it's ridiculous, but um, whew, if you could afford, avoid debt, avoid debt. If you yeah. are out here thinking your one job that you've been working at for five years will not let your ass go you're lying to yourself they will um for they don't sure. want to spend their money they don't want to pay for their employees they don't want to cover um your health issues um they really don't want to give you off time they don't give a fuck about your holidays unless it's for them um and i just i just want y'all to be mindful that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, these apartments are like mm. mortgage prices and they're not going to come down as long as people are going to rent them out. Facts. These stores are not going to go down in price. 
Uh, I looked at apples <laughs> today. All the apples are a bare minimum of eight ninety nine a bag. Man, okay, and we we stop right there, right there. Um, listen, right there, it's okay. a whole different. Um, now, I, I still use TikTok. I I find use in it. And I used to think people, like, the white women were crazy about, like, the shit they were doing. The only reason I say the white people was because they were just going by obscure shit about saving money. But the apple shit, Shane, I haven't physically eaten an apple in years. Like, when I say eat, like, I'll have the apple slices or if somebody has it at work or something, like, I've had apple sauce and shit like that. But physically going to the grocery store and getting apples to me, it's crazy. They used to be cheaper than buying, like, corn, like, like you know, just regular, like, heads of corn or, like, ears of corn, right? I went and I saw there was, like, six different varieties of apples, Shane. They have candy apples, and they have apple apples, and they have, like, four other brands of apples. And I was like, yo, I just want an apple, right? Skylar likes apples now, so I'll go get her apples. An individual apple, they do, I think it's, like, three ninety nine a pound. Each apple's already almost, like, what? a quarter of a pound or like 33% of a pound, right? A third of a pound. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, how much can I get for a bag? A bag of regular ass apples, like you said, $8.99. And it comes with five fucking apples. And then there's always that one apple that's already mushy and shit that, you know what? I'm gonna just shut up because I'm, I'm gonna get mad about fucking apples. But it's the same way with all them fruits, but apples... Never again. I'll buy the ones that are sliced up because apparently those it are cheaper and they last what longer. It is, Greg. I went to Kroger. I saw cherries on sale for three ninety nine a pound. I weighed them holes. I took cherries out and I got this shit under three ninety three pounds. Right. Mm-hmm. Went to the register with the rest of my shit. I rang up those uh, cherries. Guess how much they wanted to charge me for them hoes? Don't tell me like six ninety nine. Sixteen dollars. Oh, fuck no. Mm-mm. I said, these are on sale, though. And the lady was looking in, like, the um little app thing for the store. Like, she looking up the sign. Bitch, you only got to do all that. Walk over there, and it says $3.99 a pound. I'm the, the greatest mathematician in the world, but if it's under three pounds, and it's $3.99 a pound, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So I said, I said you could keep those cherries. I'll just mm-hmm. buy the rest of my shit. Cause Shane, yo, there's not, there's never been a situation for me where now I understand. I'm going back to where it was like during the pandemic, where I just order my shit like on an app and I just pick it up from the store. Because when I do that, I don't have to worry about going to the grocery store and be like, you know what? Maybe I want this. Maybe I want that. Because every time I do that, I find out the price of some shit and I no longer want it anymore. Apples was one thing for me avocados um but the apples one the fact that you brought that up and we just went to giant like fucking three days ago and i spent that money for it never again like if apples aren't they like always in season at some point they come from like california or like some like florida some shit like that so we always can get them the issue why are they eight dollars like what about an apple says you know what we're gonna charge you eight dollars it just reminds me of when eggs were like $13 for a dozen, when they were saying that they had an egg shortage, and now all of a sudden, we got enough chickens and shit that are just just hatching eggs left and right. Like, I, I, I'll never understand it. But we got a couple voicemails, so I don't know if you want to play those. But... 
What's up, Greg? Shan, this is the Renaissance. Hey, I'm really enjoying the talk. Uh, it's unfortunate I'm just chiming in. I'm sure I missed a great deal of information. My apologies for the absence. But uh, you all are bringing up great points, great points, especially with the uh, the mortgage. You said that some people pay 10 cents on the mortgage. And I look around, uh, especially where I live, in uh, nice houses. And this is after the pandemic. I'm, and I'm like, how, how are these people able to stay in these homes? I said, they got to be living off credit. But you just answered this, Shan. I mean, they pay whatever they want to pay. And, you know, these companies, they enforce it, you know, to people, whoever they want to enforce it to. Um, but, you know, you have to, you can't be, just like you said, another thing. This is going to go into part two. Great, great, uh, great talk. Yeah, when it comes yeah. to what people pay, I, I, and I've said this in the group chat, Greg is in it, like, you don't, don't walk around thinking, oh, this group of people have it. That's why they don't struggle. They don't have it. They don't have it to the point where they have multiple this and multiple that, and they are fucking struggling. I'm talking about a whole year of, really not paying their bills because of their skin color because they are like key 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 with the offices that they pay for their shit and when it comes to other ethnicities oh the bare minimum that you need to pay is at least 90 percent of the bill it's bullshit and so when it comes to privilege it's not just oh your privilege to be able to have this and be here and have your family, you're privileged down to the fucking money you put out for the shit that you don't fucking need. It's, it's yeah. really wicked. And you, we, we continue to get these jobs and sign these contracts where we really can't call these companies out and they know what they're doing. But when it comes to racism, it's, it's so fucking deep within that they will look down on someone with the same exact issues that they're going through and because mm -hmm. they get a fucking pass they think oh I'm be I'm I'm above that like that will never happen to me I want to never like lose my family's home because you are paying dimes compared to what other people are paying and that that is scary like the fact that people are paying that and then you already know, like, you know, Shane, like, how much I pay for a mortgage or, like, around the figure. So I'm sitting there when you were saying, like, people paying, like, 10 cents. Not only is it believable, it's like, what the fuck can you do about it? Because more than likely, they're giving other people, like myself, their mortgage. So for, uh, like, my niece's graduation, my aunt was telling me, she was like, yeah, like, a bunch of companies are calling her asking if she wants to sell her house. And she was like, well, why would I want to sell my house that's at 3% and then go and get a new house that's going to be at six, 7%. And I never thought about it that way. That's why I guess like the market is the way it is. But to add the context that you have said that there's certain people out here that are literally paying like dimes to live in the, and I don't say grandiose houses, like these big houses, but I can just imagine some of those houses, are those homes where it's like, okay, they got four, you know, three, four bedrooms and shit like that. Two car garages, like the house is like laid, but they're paying dimes because of the fact that, they I'm, found going a loophole drop, in the system. I'm going to drop something in the group chat right now that my mm -hmm. friend just sent me. 
and her husband he buys properties and lots in Atlanta. And look mm. at the price of this shit that I'm putting in the chat. In the chat, and it's just based on the location. Like they don't care because they know somebody's going to buy it. Ain't no fucking way. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know Ain't what I'm no saying? And that's way. the shit that we're dealing with. But I'm gonna play this thing. Yeah. So um, another great point as far as the uh, these jobs don't think that uh, these jobs won't let you off. You know, just because you've been working there for five, ten years, and you know, you know the boss, and you you're smiling and. You know, they say if you grin, you win. You know, forget all of that. You better get into a career field that uh, where you have to work because people don't want to work anymore. You know, don't just get a job. Get a job where you can branch off and start working independently. Use these jobs for the experience and then start branching off, you know, doing stuff on your own. Because that's what it's about. You know, AI is taking over. So you have to find your niche. And it may not be, you know, what you want to do. But you have to look in the area of survival. Peace, menaces. That is a fact. I'll say this really quick. Um, For me, that was one of the biggest things when I look at my career. I have every job that I've been at has been for an average of three years, eight months. And the more recent job was only four months. And that was because I took a fucking leap of faith and I went to this job. Everybody already know because I talk shit about this person and this, not even the job, that person that was my boss, right? So I went on an interview and they asked, they were like, well, why'd you stay at these places this long? And I was like, I've never been in a position to ask that, you know, to answer that question truthfully. And I was just completely honest with them. I was like, oh, like, it was a secure job. And the guy was telling me just out of confidence, he's like, yeah, there's no such thing as a secure job. He's like, most people, they stay at a job, yeah. you know, he's like 16, 18 months and they bounce, they get the experience and they roll because you can't make like, how do you put it to me? He was like, you can't get the role that you want. Just staying at the same place. He was like the five years I spent at the firm. He was like, if I would have spent that two years and then I would have taken the leap that I took in, you know, then, you know, in January, he was like, yeah, mm. you could be asking for $115,000, $120,000 a year because you took the leap. You already, now you, at that point, you had three years of experience. He's like, luckily you're doing this now. So he was like, now it's a learning lesson. But there are a lot of people that he sees that are only staying at jobs for a year and a half, two years. And I went and I looked, did the research and stuff. And the reason why a lot of people are doing that is because their jobs aren't giving them the benefits that they signed up for. Like, Going to work four days out of the week in office is no longer a benefit. I don't care what anybody says. I know you had mentioned it, Shannon, about like these four-day in-office work weeks. That is not a mm-hmm. hybrid schedule. That is not a remote schedule. Right. That is an on-suite schedule. If that's the case, I would rather negotiate. I come to the office four days a week, but then I have Monday or Friday off. I do a four-day work week because it, it's not beneficial to me to say that you have a hybrid schedule and you don't. So a lot of people are bouncing, but like we had said earlier, and I know Minnesota, he wasn't here for it. What we had mentioned was that a lot of companies are going and letting people go intentionally. They don't even have a reason for it. They're saying we have the money, we have the space to pay them, but we don't want to pay them because they're working hybrid or they're working remote. 
So we're going and letting people go. And then at the end of the summer, all these jobs are going to become available again because you got to have that 90 day waiting period. And then people are going to reapply for these jobs. But now they're completely in office or they're four days in. So those people who had those jobs and like, hey, I get to you know, work abroad. I get to work on a beach and stuff like that. They're like, OK, well, fine. You were able to do that. But the pandemic's over. Yeah, we're just going to let you go and you can reapply and you can get this job again come September or October. But guess what? Now you got to be in the office four days a week because y'all didn't want to come in before. And for you to start a new job, what can you tell them? They're paying, yeah, but they're also saying, yeah, we're paying, but you need to come into the office more, which I think is a crock of shit. But it's just what I've seen and what everybody's talking about on LinkedIn. So, yeah, so it, like, it's it's like I I that's why when like you be talking about like this AI shit, this AI shit mm-hmm. is really about to have more people jobless yep. because reality is. As as much as this AI gets better, the less they're gonna need departments, the less they're gonna need people. And the the thing is, these jobs don't hire you because you do a great job. These high these jobs hire you because they can train you one time. You can remember how to do multiple things. They don't have to hire three more people. They just have to hire mm-hmm. you and hope that you keep the knowledge, keep tabs on you, make sure you come in. Make mm-hmm. sure you're doing what you're supposed to do so they don't have to have somebody come back behind you and do it. But once they have a system where they they don't need you, that whole department is gone. We want you to Facts. move here. But I have never been on such and such. Don't matter. You'll learn it. You'll get to it. Just go ahead mm-hmm. and do this. And it's going to bring back trades back to this fucking country. The trades that, right that are there. here are like plumbing, um, electrical work and mechanic work it's always been here but the trades is going to bring back is the fact that people no longer may want to order their clothes across seas maybe they're going to mm-hmm. start making their clothes again maybe they're going to start opening up their own um, laundry service in order to make side money maybe they're going to start bringing back the village concept to the neighborhoods where the old lady down the street that can't get a job because her health is not the best may watch your kids instead of you drive all the way to a fucking daycare that's asking for 1500 a week and you can just take your kid there go home without the stress that's causing people to go into accidents on their way to work and all the way from work because mm. these uh daycares is just like if you're a minute over it's gonna be two dollars every minute you're late like these jobs are not set up for you to have a great Mm-mm. family healthy structure. These mm-hmm. jobs, like my job, how they were like, oh, we're going to need you um, in the office, you know, five days this week. Well, my kids go to school at this time. They get out of school at this time. I don't, I don't get home until five hours after they got out of school. What am I supposed mm. to do with them? They were like, oh, well the um, expectation is that you have um, proper care set up for them. Y'all don't pay me enough to pay out of pocket for somebody to keep my kids five days a week so I can get to them when I leave this shithole. Listen, I've applied for more jobs that have told me what I should have and what they will pay and what they will pay don't match what the fuck I can do. 
they right. I'm like, oh, like I I have the work experience out the ass. But they're like, yeah, you have the work experience, but we need you to have a degree. And I'm like, all right, cool. But the thing is, the person who has a degree ain't gonna take this salary. I I I'll never exactly. I'm, I I will die on a hill for it's, that. It's one. a contradiction. Yo, know, one one lady um that I was working like I was telling her I was like I don't mind freelancing because I was like all right I'll freelance I'll do the work for her for free because I'm like all right I'll do it for a month I know I'm unemployed at least for the month right so I was like let me just go ahead and get the experience I'll throw that motherfucker on my resume right but the value of work she was like oh yeah it's like a entrepreneur type of thing where nah, I'm sorry it's like an intern thing where it's like oh it's you know it's free but you get the experience and it will go in your resume but I'm like yeah but the thing is that goes on the resume cool but a lot of these companies, they still want a fucking degree for some shit that honestly, I'd be looking like social media. You, do, I know it's gonna sound crazy, but hear me out. Half of the people who are viral or the people who are popular on social media never went to fuck. They never stepped foot in a fucking college. What's what's the white girl name? Abby Burner or whatever. She literally has over seven million fucking followers on Snapchat alone. She has what? I think nine million on TikTok, and she has maybe like six or seven on Instagram. Right? She got all these millions of followers who are willing to pay for some shit she wears. People go and rebuy. I'm not rebuy, but they buy the clothes that she's worn one time because companies just send her shit, and they'll pay her and send her the shit. Right? So I'm sitting I'm like, okay, so what happens if social media just all of a sudden just falls off a cliff and there's no more social media? She can't go into a fucking CVS. And go get paid. Because they be like, hey, like, you're going to have places like that asking for degrees and shit. Or, you know, the flip of that coin is there are a lot of jobs, Shane, that I've applied to not knowing what the fuck the salary was. And then when I found out what the salary, I'm like, oh, wait, but how? Like, how can, who lives off of that? One job told me, was, oh, since it was a nonprofit. And I don't want to shit on nonprofits, but this is just honestly my truth about it. The reason why I personally, when I found out a company is nonprofit I'm just instantly turned off because I know that they have a cap on how much they can pay. But in D.C., the cap that they can pay is $40,000 a year. Now, somebody would say, well, that sounds like a lot of money. It's not. Not in when, D.C. Not in fucking D.C. D.C., for a one-bedroom apartment, that is roughly, just when I say roughly, about twenty-three, twenty-four hundred dollars a month. So you got that. Then you got credit cards. You got, well, I ain't going to say people got kids because I do. But, you know, some people may have kids. But livelihoods and shit like that the and that was just one job the second job i shit you not this lady said to me shane she was like oh yeah well you know what we plan on doing is giving the people who work for us a two thousand dollar stipend and i was like okay let, let's do the fucking math here if the average rent in dc is 24 to 2500 right that's the average and that's for a one bedroom you're trying to tell me you're going to pay somebody $2,000 a month to do what? Because they can't live off that shit. Live in their and car I, and come in. <laughs> yeah, nobody I know can live say, you know car, what I did? Live in your car, come in with a smile on your face, help everybody, and maybe we'll give you a 50 cent uh, yearly raise if you stay after and do somebody else's work because they were fucking around. Yeah. But that, that's why when people, like, when we talk about budgets and shit, I'm not talking about budget because it's like, all right, like, how can we afford more? How can we do, like, like, no. I say budget because we don't have a fucking choice. 
when I look at groceries, I'm like, I go in the grocery store now, I know for a fact I'm spending more than $30. And, like, that's why, like, places like Target and shit won't see me at. Whole Foods won't see me at. And it's not that there's nothing wrong with Target or anything. My issue is certain places I know I can't go, not because I can't afford them, it's because no one should have to pay that much for the same shit. I go to global food markets now for my food because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have to rinse that shit off because it probably came from actual like farm and stuff like that. And then go through the whole process of being packaged and this and that and the third. But you know what? I don't have to worry about spending fucking $8 for, you know, four apples. It's just certain things like that for me. It's like budgets work. And I know it's like intertwined the two, but they coincide for me. When I go in, I apply for a job now. I already know I'm going and applying for a job with instead of when they give you the salary requirements i say between and i say between and i give them some obscure fucking number because i've seen more jobs now Shane, that when they tell me what the salary range is it'll be like the salary range is forty seven thousand nine hundred dollars to a hundred and eight thousand like what the what type of salary range is that like that right. that's literally like a sixty thousand dollar difference like how it doesn't make sense so i mean we are pretty much when it comes to work they are working against us because we don't know what they're doing or what they want. But that like education shit that it still pisses me off because when a guy, and I, I know I got to get back to this and I'll, I'll shut up after this. When the guy in the interview was telling me, he was like, Oh, well, why did you decide to do a career pivot? And I was like, cause I'm 36 and I've been doing the same shit for 10 years and knowing what I was doing for 10 years or whatever, you know, working at law firms and stuff like that. Unless I'm going to go to law school, there's nothing in it for me. I'd rather start a career, learn that shit and everything. But there's, like, hurdles that shouldn't really be fucking hurdles. I shouldn't have to worry about, okay, yeah, you start a new career and stuff like that. But these college kids, like, yeah, they're coming out of college every fucking year. They're trying to get a job, right? Just like you are. But the issue is they're trying to pay them crumbs. They're still crumbs to you. But when you think about what you were willing to work for, like me, I don't mind $60,000, $70,000 a year. But for them, they'll be like, oh, no, I just got out of, you know, I just got out of college. I got my degree and I know I'm, you know, my value is one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. And these companies are looking at them like, yeah, we ain't gonna be able to pay that. So like you had said earlier, they'll go and they'll relist or they'll repost a job because that student that they wanted to give that job to. They're like, no, nah, I'm not taking that because they know not mm-hmm. to settle for less. But it's just it's really dicey. It's really dicey for me. I feel like in their minds, they want a whole bunch of 20-year-olds that are, like, super competitive. But when Mm -hmm. they leave work, they want them to be happy about going to the same bar. They want them to be happy about buying their clothes for $2 a piece. And they want them to be happy about being in that small-ass fucking apartment in the city that they can't afford with pipe dreams. Yep. A three bedroom with five people in that house. Yeah, that, right there. What you just said, and that's not right reality. Fucking, yo, I'll I'll never understand that shit. It always has bothered me. Like I think I told you, like you know, my the the guy I was cool with, like he used to when he came from Kansas or whatever, came from Kansas and was telling me how much money he was spending you know, in debt, like student loans and shit. And I was like, bro, like, he was like, yeah, man. He was like, law school, I'm $118,000 in debt. And then with the university he was going to, that's another 60000 I was like, nigga, what? And he was like, yeah, I can't, I can't accept less than $100,000 a year. I won't be able to live because of my student loans. 
And I was like, so just imagine if that's what he's doing with student loans, what about people who actually have real responsibilities? When I say real responsibilities, oh yeah, you have to actually work because if you don't work, you and your family don't eat. You and I have kids. So our kids, I ain't saying they eat and everything, but they like to fucking eat. If my I had to tell my kid, everything. yeah, but imagine telling your kid like, hey, um, mommy has to go to work and you need to take care of your sister for three hours because guess what? I gotta. I won't know when I'm getting home because I'm supposed to get home at five thirty, six o'clock. But I gotta fight an hour and a half in traffic. That's DC. To, for yeah. me to get into DC is about forty five fucking minutes. And when for me, I sold the car and I was like, you know, what? I can just public, you know, I can publicly commute. Got the house because I was like, all right, working from home and shit like that. But I could never go back to a job where they're like, hey, for five days a week, you just gotta be in here. And I'm like, well, what is the value? Like, what is the value of working? you know, in office just to be on Zoom calls and shit. I asked one of the ladies in the meeting that she was like, yeah, but you would just be having meetings with, you know, your team in the office, but you would have meetings virtually with the people from other teams. Why the fuck can't we all just be at home having these, you know, these virtual fucking meetings? But again, it's because it's all they know. And I hate to say it this way, but it's true. A lot of the old regime needs to fucking, I don't want to say die off, but need to go somewhere. It is not even, it's not even that, Greg. It's hierarchy. It's ego. Is um, micromanaging. It's let me remind them that they're under my thumb. Let mm-hmm. me remind them what my position is. Let me walk around and question them about why their phone is on their desk. Bitch, yep. do you know when I'm home, I'm topless. I probably got drawers on and I'm mm-hmm. talking to three people at the same motherfucking time while running my business on the side mm-hmm. and getting packages up my driveway. Who the fuck are you to walk around the office because I come in here three times a week per month yep. to tell me, um, you know, you're not supposed to have your phone on your desk. Do you know that if I really wanted to do some shit with the shit that I be touching on these accounts, I could have been mm-hmm. did that shit? Me having my phone on my desk is the least of your motherfucking worries. And did Bingo. you know that your position is really to hire, to, to, to monitor and babysit grown ass motherfucking adults in this side of the building, bitch? Mm-hmm. But a lot of those people who have that power only are professional right. babysitters. It's like, That's yo, you all realize- it is. You know, every, every job since I was 16, they see my integrity while I work. They know I'm a I'm employee that they can count on. They know if I have if I'm bored, I don't fuck off. I don't go to bars. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about that shit. I go see if I could go to work to make extra money. Mm-hmm. And so they could depend on me. And every time they came to me, they was like, "Hey, Chantal, I wanted to talk to you about offering you a different position where it would be more money, but you would basically be doing this. It'll be more responsibility." And I would be like. Thank you for thinking about me, but no, because I like the freedom to go into a job, do the bare motherfucking minimum, get the same motherfucking paycheck as somebody that's doing the most. And Mm -hmm. when everybody in here is not doing their roles correctly, the district manager doesn't come in in here and call me in the office and be like, so our expectation is not met. So we're going to have to let you go. Mm. They can't do that because I'm doing the bare minimum. And when I exactly. leave here, ho, I'll be back Monday and I won't be thinking about this job. I've seen people on salary work through fucking COVID. Mm-mm. With COVID. With no days off while their employees was collecting 
more money in unemployment sitting at home chilling. And those managers yep. are fucking bitter and pissed off. They didn't get a mm-hmm. raise through that shit. So, yeah, I turned down manager positions because you're not about to slave me. Y'all don't have enough yep. money to slave me. Yeah, I, just, I can't do it, man. Like, I've seen too many people say that, you know, they they value, when I say people, meaning these companies, like, the, the one I hate, because I've seen it a few times this week, the, the family culture, I got a family at home. Fuck your culture. <laughs> fuck that, at, you know, at work, home, where, like, a family here. No, the fuck we not. Because if we were like a family, I should be able to be like, you know what? I need 10000 extra dollars because I just got bills this month. I should be able to do that. You know what I can't do? That right there. Because they're going to look at me like, well, I mean, we do pay you, so there's that. Um, same thing with, uh, like, holidays and PTO. There are too many people that I know that were telling me that they were working on Juneteenth. And I'm sitting there like, aren't these the same people that I'm friends with, I'm cool with, and they working for these companies that they swear by the company culture and how they want to have diversity and inclusion, but then <laughs> Juneteenth, they're like, hey, nah, but you know what, we need y'all in that day because... Yeah, that shit was cute during the pandemic, but now Juneteenth is just it's just another holiday. Or you have to use it at uh what did, what did that girl tell me on Facebook? She was like, Yeah, well we don't get Juneteenth off, but we can use it at you know, we can use one of our floating holidays. It's not a floating holiday. It's recognized by the government. So why the fuck don't you have that day off? And she let me was tell like, you no, how I never ra- let me tell you how racist most of Georgia is, how red mm. this motherfucking state is. The governor got on the media the day they declared it a national holiday and was like oh no we we will not be recognizing this day if Mm. companies would like to do so privately then that's on them but we will not be recognizing this day like nigga I wipe my ass with this shit y'all just dropped and so for the company that I work for wasn't Nan email sent Mm -mm. wasn't um nothing mentioned in conversation mm-hmm. we had to work but there are some sub companies that recognize it and 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 made it like a paid holiday you're off you don't have to use anything special to be able to take it off if mm-hmm. you would like to stay home and not come in you could stay home but the reality is when i be seeing oh um we have a uh you know, inclusion department, we want to recognize Pride Month, we want to recognize this, we want to recognize that, da 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 Delete, delete, mm-hmm. delete, delete, Listen. delete. Because I really be knowing that the integrity of this company is not within that. I know what holidays y'all gonna recognize every time, like clockwork. And when it comes to this real shit of including everybody, y'all don't fucking mm-hmm. care about that. Y'all don't care about that. So stop emailing me like you care about that. But they ne- the thing is, they never cared about it. They just have to do that as a formality. Like, hey, if we mention it, then they'll believe it. And it's like, yo, they right. didn't believe it when you told them. Like, for okay. me, like, don't, like, was it 2020 when everything, like, when the protests and everything were happening? Because, well, 2019, 2020, because of Trump and shit, right? They wanted to have all these meetings where they would, you know, we, we need to talk to the, the black and brown community and this and this. And I was like, man, that meeting ain't for me. They, they had these meetings where it was like they wanted to teach, like have teachable moments. I'm like, bro, y'all need to have the teachable moments. Don't have some, you know, some Spanish lady telling me what the fuck I need to do as a black person for BLM and shit. Like, no, Mm-mm. 
what I will not do is that shit. I don't need to be educated on this. You need to be educated. The the lady for us, I was like, yo, like, once she's not all the black women that work in the company, none of them got the vote, right? None of them said, you know what, we're gonna step up. And I'm sure the reason why they didn't step up was like, this this is stupid. This is honestly stupid. We're going and we would love to be the person to teach you about slavery and how like it develops into the workplace and things like that. But I'm sure they were like, well, if I do that, though, my peers that are of color, they're going to look at me like, well, damn, we, we, they got their token. So now they can go and say, you know what, whenever they have an issue with a person of color, they can just go, they can go to Mary. They can go to Mary and say, you know what, Mary will handle it because guess what? She didn't handle them niggas before. She, she, she's, she's our spokesperson for diversity and inclusion, which to me right. is a crock of shit. So that, that's just dead for me. But dang, that, see, that, that was a good little moment. That, that was a good moment. We needed to talk about that. And I needed to vent personally about that, that work thing. Um, do I have anything else about budgets? Um, house budgets. Yeah, let, let's, let's talk about house budgets because now I'm looking at the notes. Um, and I know we said we we're going to try to keep this short, and I promise there will probably be a part two. Um, house budgets for me, outside of your actual like expenses for like home, apartment, stuff like that. We talked about groceries. We talked about subscriptions. One big thing that I didn't think about is seasonal stuff. It's warm as shit outside, and I don't know if mm-hmm. people's turning like AC on and stuff like that. Yeah, them bills have gotten more expensive. Like, listen, you, you, George, you, Georgia Power said, Oh, we just gonna go up ten dollars on everybody. Mm-hmm. Why? We just want to go up ten dollars on everybody. No reason. The fuck? No reason. No reason. We, we just here, though. We want you to know we're here for you. You can always contact us 24 7 so you can pay the bill. That's pretty much what they say. Oh, yeah, we're open 24 7 for you to pay your bill. Outside of that, mm-mm. so budget wise, budget for the fact that they are absolutely going to charge you extra. For whatever the fuck yeah. they're gonna charge you extra for. Yeah. Um, what what other house budget stuff that because I didn't write like the actual thing for me, because I'm like my house budget. But this is, is different. this is also a tip on that before you go to your next mm-hmm. thing. When you're in the house and you wake the fuck up, mm-hmm. put your shit put your shit on 77 or more. Yes. As it gets hotter outside, raise that shit the fuck up because the hotter it gets. And the more that shit has to work, the more money is going to be leaking through your pockets. Mm-hmm. Once that sun goes down, then that's when my my AC will go down. If mm. you have a nest where you can um, schedule the temperature in your house, great. But I just, I don't have that. So I just make a reminder, just like I lock the door before I leave my house, if I have to go to the office. Let me go up on this motherfucking AC so it's not running all day. Um, mm-hmm. I love to be at my corporate job uh, in their AC or in their mm-hmm. heat and I got to run mine using all their toilet tissue. I yep. love it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And before I leave, I'm taking me a stack of white paper. Why? Man, Maybe listen. my kids want to color on it at home. I don't give a fuck. But when you're at home, if you can get like a fixed rate on like your gas, cause I have everything, mm-hmm. um, do that. That's been helping yep. me knowing that, okay, $91 gonna come out for the gas for the house. I ain't got to think about it going up. I ain't got to worry about the fact that it was down. My mom's not here. So my water bill is like a consistent 
$45 mm-hmm. to $50 when mm-hmm. she was here and she watering everything. That shit was like in the 70s. So I, I mm-hmm. just I'm just really mindful of what's going out. And when you when it comes to like seasonal shit, like now, the girls ain't been in the pool in the backyard all summer. Mm-hmm. But I just bought the pool, but it's in the package still. But I know y'all not gonna be in this pool every fucking week, me filling it up with water that I can be using for the house like that. So when they're both here, it's nice outside, then I'll blow that hoe up and I'll put water in there. And it's not gonna be an everyday thing. It's not gonna be an every week thing. And I think getting your family on board with the fact that there's limits for certain things, don't be running in and out of my house with the door open type shit. Yep. That's yep. gonna save you money. Yes, yes. So def- definitely with that. Um, and we talked about groceries. The one thing I did want to talk about with groceries is um, get familiar with your local church or like look online, like next door and shit like that. There are a lot of places that are giving away like free produce, like salads and like fresh veggies and stuff like that. I was going to a farmer's market and I'm paying for this stuff. And my grandmother's like, you know, you could just go to the church like on Friday because me, I'm not working. So they're like, oh, yeah. Just go and drive to the church on Friday at noon, and you can go and get this stuff. She was like, you know, even if you live in the city, you know, work in the city or something like that, just go and drive near a local church or go walk past a local church and go get you a free box of food. And I was like, my, like, what type of food? She was like, oh, it's good fucking food. I'm talking like actual, this is before the preservatives and the pesticides and shit like that. All you got to do is rinse the stuff off, obviously, because it's like it's coming fresh from a farm. So you got to clean your produce, right? Last week, she gave me. I think it was like six heads of butter lettuce, and then it was like 15 tomatoes, like 10 cucumbers. I'm like, I don't even think I'm going to eat this shit. It was so much, right? But then I thought about it. I was like, oh, how much money would this shit have cost me if I went to the goddamn grocery store? So I priced it out. It was $43 worth of shit that I got for free. Like, And that was just produce. And she was like, oh, yeah, they give meats and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah. So definitely for anybody who's like, all right, you know, you definitely on a budget, consider that, you know, and that's just for food. If you're looking for things for your house or like livelihood stuff, definitely, definitely, definitely go on Facebook, go to these groups, because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I wish I had a bike. I wish I had this. If you go to these groups, these free, like, hey, I'm not using it anymore. They will give you that shit. All you got to do is mm-hmm. go and pick it up. I, I, I hate to be that, that person tell you, like, obviously, you don't get a bed, right? Like, nobody's going to tell you get a, a free mattress because you never know what happened. I, I don't know if you remember that white girl who ended up getting that blue couch that everybody was talking about for two weeks. And I was like, yes. yeah, that, that shit's got stains on it. And shit, like, mm-mm. Like, I wouldn't do that. But so, somebody would. People, people in New York are completely, like, insane when it comes to when people put their trash out. Because mm-hmm. rich people trash be like brand new ikea Mm-mm. but there's some things you cannot pick up in new york yeah there's some things that hold insects and bed bugs from the yep. next person shit. and yep. you just gotta be really brave on what you be picking up if it's, if it's unbleachable do not touch it yeah and that's the thing that blue couch you can't bleach that shit. you can't clean yeah. it like certain colors it's like nah that that stain gonna be a stain forever. You can't fix that at all. 
So she was like, it's just a little minor stain. I was like, yeah, but you can see it. There's a, there's a difference between a minor stain that you made yourself versus a minor stain that when you got the shit, it already had the stain. You're trying to justify why you got, you know, why you still have the shit. Not me, right? So again, that's just another thing for budget for me when it comes to that. Um, I would go down the solar thing, but not everybody likes solar. So I'm going to just leave that one off the list completely. Um, staples in the house. Um, obviously, you got your refrigerator staples, your fridge, like, you know, your freezer and stuff like that. You have those staples. But if you can, like, I think Prime Day is coming up like July 11th, um, definitely stock up on summer shit. When I say summer shit, like shit that you can wear next summer, not the shit you get now. Like, go get all your shit that even though it'll probably be warm this summer, also it'll be warm until November. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Like, bottom winter clothes and stuff now. That That's where the budget starts to really kick in. You're like, all right, I got to get clothes for my kids and stuff like that. You said you're buying the school clothes. So if you're buying it now, you ain't got to worry about that shit come August when they up the price for $20, $30, right? So that's just how you, like, manage the budget. So that that's a big thing for me. Like, just as like, oh, well, with Skylar, like, how, you know, we can get her clothes and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, we can get her clothes. She also got grandparents and stuff, but we also have cousins who their kid is like a year older than Skylar use that like we don't need to keep buying new shit I was buying new shit just to buy it I was like going into Kohl's oh this look cute for Skylar no, I'm gonna get the it key, the key with that when it comes to kids is to buy out of season so right mm-hmm. now in summer you need to be buying winter shit because it's cheap absolutely they trying to get absolutely. rid of it and buy a size up from what they are gonna be the winter coming and vice versa mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the best and way then, to do it. For me, my last little thing about budgets, because we talked about it briefly. We were talking about like owning a business and stuff like that. You had mentioned it earlier in the show about having like a personal account and a business account, like with the LLCs and stuff like that. You are probably better to talk about that than I am. I keep saying this year, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the LLC. I'm going to do that because I would love to have a business account and a regular account. So that's just my personal perspective on that. I don't know if you want to speak on it in regards to budget and how it's you manage just, it. It's just um, everything uh, business-wise I try to make go through my business mm-hmm. account. So like once they put the internet and my phone on the same thing, then I'll just mm-hmm. put money in my business account to go ahead and pay for that. That way at the end of the year, I just need to look at my business account on what I paid. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, let's say if I fall behind and I need to catch up, it's not hurting my credit under my name. It's Mm -hmm. messing with my business credit. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I make sure there's nothing on my business side that's falling behind. So when people do want to put something under my business, it's not a problem. Like I know that's automatically a yes. When you put Mm -hmm. it under there, I got debt from college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Under my name. So it's just easier to put a lot of things for the podcast under there from like me refilling the uh, candy machines that I have set up for the girls so I can go collect that money and put into their account. I have the whole machine under my business account. When I buy the candy to put in there, I buy it on my business card. I keep the receipt. So it's going under my business account because those are like investment things that I need to maintain for that. So it's just, you really have to be really organized about it. And um, 
remember what you're buying it for, what you could classify it as, and mm -hmm. then purchase it and keep shit separate. That way, at the end of the year, I'm not like scrambling like a, a crazy chicken head. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see. That that is good to know. Um, I'm trying to like. I feel like we gotta have a part two now. We we have to have a part two of because what we've been on for what almost two hours, and it, it's been great. Um, do you have any final thoughts for this portion? I feel like the next episode we talk mostly about no. like house stuff, subscription stuff. Um, I'm trying to think like. What did I know there was something I wanted to talk about, but I can save it for part two, uh, because then I want to talk about like, like bringing couples into like the fold of like finances and things like that. I think also, I think that will classify under like budgeting your people and your time. Yeah. Yes. You know, like this yes. this episode is more like things, but you yeah. do have to budget your people and your time when you really have to refocus, and some people don't understand that. Some people want yep. you to, why you can't come out? But you ain't doing nothing. But my mind mm -hmm. ain't in it. You want me to come yep. and be a, a, a party pooper? <laughs> yep. You, you know what? So that'll be the next episode. Budgeting your, your time. Like we talked about like the, the pocket side of it. Now we got to talk to the friends and actually like devoting time. Because the older I get, Shan, just like a little cliff note for that. I don't be having time for a lot of friendship anymore. Like outside of our like text group and all that, like... I, I just, I don't have the time. And mind you, I got all the time in the world because I'm at home. But like mentally, it's like, it's just not there for me. I'm like, that's cool, but no. Nah. So I would love to talk about that in detail. That'll probably be another two hours. So I'll, I'll land by just saying, I appreciate everybody who's listening. Even though, you know, we haven't done a lot of shows, it's my fault. But guess what? I ain't got shit else going on right now. So if Shan's like, hey, let's just do another episode. If Stereo gets their shit together, we're going to be doing more episodes. I'm just kind of sketchy about them. Um, I did want to talk about We Communify really quick. Um, this is all y'all fault. We did nothing and nobody else did anything. You are you and you are your own fault. So I'll land with saying that. We'll be back. Mm -hmm. We'll be back. So, okay. Yep. Good so show. thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Loud Mouth Stereo. I am Shan, that is Greg. And we will see you <laughs> on the next episode. Peace, y'all. Bye. Oh, thank you.